Hello and welcome to Poor Decisions. I am your co-host Grace, and I'm sitting here with Sophie. Hello, guys. I'm Sophie, 28 years old and an avid lover of fun facts. And I am Grace, also 28 years old for a little while more. And I am a self-professed comedian and uh, ginger. There is a catch to this whole thing, which is that we don't record podcasts unless it comes with alcohol. So, bottoms up. Here comes to some good wine. Um, I've officially put some wine on the microphone. Brand new equipment. Big investment. Still there. We're not going to tell the person who bought it. We're not going to inform. It also says very, very largely on the screen outside this room to not bring anything other than water into the studio. Thankfully, the head of the microphone is black, so no one's going to realize <laughs> that it's red wine. Anyways, um, this is our very first podcast that we are recording, and it was important to us to start this podcast series because we would really like to bring to light certain aspects of life that we've all been through but have never really talked about or even really thought about. And with that, we actually wanted to introduce the first topic in our first podcast, which is public toilets. Grace, why are we talking about public toilets? It's a very good question. I mean, look, they're not they're not a, a nice place to be most of the time. They're kind of an emergency stop, especially when you're doing more than a number one. But every one of us has been there. We've all done it. What kinds of things have you done in public toilets? <laughs> well... <laughs> That's for me to know, and for no one to ever find out. Um, yes, yeah, shall we go ahead? Yeah. So what's your fun fact? So Sophie's been researching, by the way. Not the whole day like she was supposed to, but she's got a little bit of research done. Okay, so as said, we wanted to talk about public toilets because everyone has been in one, but what do you actually know about a public toilet? Literally nothing. Why nothing. do they exist? Why do toilets even exist? Maybe we can start there. So I did a little bit of research. There's different variations of toilets, but we have to thank the British community here because the toilet actually originated in the UK. Whoop, whoop. Uh, I'm also British, by the way, <laughs> although you might not be able to hear it in my uh, accent, but I am. It was originally invented in 1596. So this is, what, in the middle of the Industrial Revolution? No. Not entirely sure, but a long time ago. No, no, before the Industrial Revolution that started in the 1700s. It's not embarrassing. So, (laughs) 1596, Sir Harrington, Hmm. uh, an Englishman, and happened to be the godson of Queen Elizabeth I, actually invented the very first toilet. Royalty nonetheless. However, he has the crown, let's say, of having invented toilets, but what becomes a lot more funny is that a few years later, actually almost a century later, in 1836, Thomas Crapper comes along, which you would think is the inventor of the toilet, but actually he isn't. He was the first one to invent the modern toilet, essentially. And he actually has nine patents. It's a lot. Um, And he's uh, called Crapper. Sorry, we need to spend a few seconds on this. Like... Does crap come from the fact that he's called Thomas Crapper and he invented it? Or is this just a major coincidence? So basically it's widely disputed um, mm-hmm. whether I need to go to the crapper actually comes from Thomas Crapper. What I have found is that the word crap 
actually comes from Middle English. So it's from before he even existed, 200 years before he existed. And it's a combination of a Dutch word, krappen, and an old French word, krappe, krap, krappe. <laughs> um, and they started using it because krappen means to pluck off, cut off, or separate. <laughs> and krappe, the, fr- the French word means to um, let go of waste or rejected matter. I mean, that one kind of makes more sense. Um, and yeah, so it just, it happens to be a, a big coincidence that Thomas Crapper was actually involved in further developing the toilet to that S shape that you have nowadays. So he, he is the guy you have to thank for the modern toilet where you have that S shape in the tube, which means that the poo, <laughs> she very, said poo, guys. She said poo. <laughs> very quickly leaves the toilet. After you've done your stuff, um, which before that wasn't a thing, but the very first variation of Thomas Crapper Thomas Crapper's toilet allowed for up to twenty people to do their business before you had to flush. So I'm very happy that we've developed in the meantime. But do you know what the name of this S system is called? Like, have you have you realized? Because I have it open in front of me. Could it be that it's the fucking ball cock? The ball cock. <laughs> so Thomas Crapper invented the ball cock. Like, is everyone just having a big joke with us and pretending? Like, someone wrote this history book and just lied. Someone put this Wikipedia post and has lied. I'm sorry. This but have you be a pulled it apart? Point. Why is it called ball crack? Is it cock? Cock. cock. <laughs> ball crack. Why is it a fucking ball crack? Ball cock. Oh. <laughs> the wine's hitting me hard who, already. Who knows? I, like, I think he was just having a massive joke, to be honest. Also, if you look at him, he's a funny guy. Like, everyone Google Thomas Crapper. He looks very uh, mystical. Fast forwarding from where toilets actually came from to where toilets are today. So I think it's safe to say that everywhere in the world there is some form of a toilet. We're sitting in Germany and Grace is from the UK. I'm from, let's call it Central Europe across the board. We're very familiar with toilets you sit on that have a, a bowl. But actually, did you know that the most common form of toilet was the squatting pan? It's the worst one. It's the terrifying thing. That moment you open the door and you only see the squat machine. Just for clarification, the squatting pan is um, yeah the hole in the ground. So it's like the, the toilet you squat over and it doesn't like come out of the ground. Grace, why do you think the squatting pan is, is the most common form of not only toilet but public toilet specifically oh good question tough one well because you don't touch anything i guess in a lot of ways it's more hygienic because you're just squatting and it's your own like you're floating you're levitating it's actually not about chat so it's the most common form of public toilet because it's the most common form of private toilet can i call it that it's oh. uh in across asia and african countries it's the standard toilet. It then gained a lot of publicity, let's say, in the public sphere. Uh, because of exactly what you say, that you don't have actual contact with the toilet bowl. So you don't need to sit your butt cheeks onto a porcelain or plastic or whatever seat Although, it is. Arguably, you can also squat over a public toilet. You but can. It very and, much depends and on people your height, do. to be fair. Yeah. However, they then did some further studies on that. So it was like, okay, fine. This is more hygienic because I like squat over it. 
But studies show that it's in the end less hygienic because you have a lot of splashback. <laughs> so, What from the squat one? Yeah. So oh, when you yeah. go on a squatting toilet, you have a much higher chance that it's going to backfire, literally, onto your pants or shoes. Oh my god! With other people's stuff too, no. Also, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Not only your own, oh, other again. people's shit. Vile. Literally, literally, other people's shit can reverse back onto you. I'm not a fan. And it's also been proven that it's not actually so unhygienic for your butt cheeks to touch the same surface as hundreds or thousands of other butt cheeks have touched. Which is fair enough because I've thought about this my whole life. So like all the German folks which are so nervous about sitting on a toilet. To be honest, it's my skin. Like I touch, I don't know, the handle of a door. I'm sure that's way worse. And I don't know why I just called it the handle of a door instead of a door handle, but <laughs> here we go. The wine is kicking in. Um yeah, gross. I mean, it's it's not any more gross than touching a door handle. I mean, I guess you have there's a much higher likelihood that you touch a door handle and then touch your mouth or nose than that your butt cheeks touch a public toilet and then your face touches your butt cheek. I'm not or, sure that's physically possible, <laughs> or at least with the way I do. Or with a hand in between. Not. Yeah, so it doesn't really make sense. But on the on the topic of hygiene, then let's lay out a scenario. Okay. You're you're walking into a public toilet, right? And let's say it's an airport so it's a lot of public toilets you walk in there are 15 public toilets in a row which one do you pick i cannot answer that question very easily but i probably well obviously the open one not the one that's got someone in it but probably i walk further okay but let's say let's pretend like utopian situation like the the bathroom is empty. There's 15 toilet stalls. All of them are open and all of them are equally clean. Which one do you pick? I probably walk further to the back. Okay. Just because there's like an overwhelming amount of toys. And maybe like the middle to the back. Middle to the back. Yeah. So I have thought about this for a, a lot of hours in my life. I don't want to I don't want to confess to how many. And I, I really thought like okay, I'm the kind of person that usually takes the first stall because, listen to my logic, okay. I assume that the vast majority of people will think that the first stall is the dirtiest because it's the first stall. So they'll probably take the last stall. So my theory has always been that the last stall is the dirtiest just because everyone assumes the first one is and the further back you go, the less people will have gone that far. It's an interesting um, so, psychological study here. So I would say the last one is the dirtiest. The middle is questionable, but the very first stall would be the cleanest. Which I would say would technically be the opposite because humans are intrinsically lazy. But do humans know they're intrinsically lazy and therefore think the opposite? So I actually did a little bit of reading on it. And there's a big difference between men and women. Oh, uh -huh. men are lazier for sure. Yeah, men are lazier. Oh, no, wait a minute. Let me read this again. Um, There's the first ones. <laughs> You're right. Men are lazy. Uh, so uh -huh. men have a higher tendency to choose the stall closest to the door, whilst women have a tendency to choose, generally speaking, stalls further away from the door. Within that, if you take the average, the dirtiest stalls are the middle stalls. Which makes me very happy to hear this piece of information because I've spent a shit ton of years using the first stall because of my logic. And apparently, but then I'm also fine. Well, no, I said middle to end, I guess. Yeah, you said middle mm -hmm. to end. So you and I have 
Oh, basically never use the same toilet so there's clean. even it's such a big psychological phenomenon that it has a name <laughs> what it's called don't tell me it's crapper <laughs> the crapper preference no <laughs> it's called the centrality preference and basically it's this idea of that the vast majority of people go through the same the same thought process that you and I go through. Like, okay, there's 15 stalls. When should I pick the first one, the last one? Eh, I'll settle on somewhere in the middle because that will probably be the cleanest. Which is that standard thing like, I'll just settle for average. I'll settle for the middle, which is why an average even exists. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, long story short, don't pick the first stall because that one's reserved for Sophie. <laughs> And now the one opposite Sophie's, because there's always two sides of the wall. That's mine. <laughs> so Sophie and Grace have first dibs. And then everything else you guys can take. But, like, definitely go for the second. Or the last. I think we've learned that, too. Just don't go for the fucking middle. Am I allowed to say that? Don't go for the fucking middle. I said the F word. <gasps> oh, I... And now you just repeated it. Oh, I've said, I've said the F word before. I just don't know if we're... We haven't decided if swearing is Small digression. Have you ever realized that if you use... It doesn't matter how you use the word fucking. It actually fits into any sentence. I mean... Fuck, I want to eat. I fucking want to eat. I want to eat. Fuck. Okay, but that's that's a weird example. Imagine if you're at a funeral and... Fuck, and I'm sad. <laughs> I'm fucking sad. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sad. <Okay>. Fuck. <laughs> Someone just died in my family. Use the word fuck in the sentence when you're condoling Someone just me. fucking died. That's not how you condole me. I'm crying. You don't go, someone just fucking died I'm, to my I face. I never said that it was always emotionally appropriate, but it is grammatically. <laughs> well, grammatically, yeah. you can fit the word fuck into any portion of a sentence. This is a major off topic and also hadn't previously it, been agreed it on. Does, it does lead to an on topic, though. How often do you think people have sex in public toilets? Oh, my God. Actually, I don't think that often because I think it's, a, again, a actually a gross thing. So it depends. So safe to say that you never tried. No, it's worthwhile. The I don't experience. know. Well, she's clearly done it. Um, no, I don't think so. No. I mean, it depends where we are, right? Like if we're in a public toilet in a, actually maybe an airport's quite popular, but like in a club is definitely like it's all the time, right? In a club. People, okay. People I'm, like I'm just hearing on. you out. But there must be places, public toilets, where people really don't. You know, like, those public toilets in, in like... Oh, I'm trying to think of really gross ones. Like, toy toys. Oh, God. Does, everyone, even... know, does everyone know what a toy toy is? Or this is the same in other countries. I think this is... I think toy toys only exist in Switzerland. No? I think this is a brand, yeah. Toy toy is a toilet that you oftentimes find at a construction site or a camping site that doesn't actually have a flush system like Sir Crapper invented. And instead you have like blue stuff, blue bleach or whatever. No, no, bleach. Something like that. I think it is like bleach. Something really horrendous and the thing just drops in there. Oh, come on. I don't think of all places, I don't think there is the place where people have sex. That's like, what I mean. That's probably the least likely place. Oh, the for least likely place. Because I was going to say like if you're anyways on a construction site or anyways in a camping site, you can find a better place than in the yeah, toilet. Yeah, than a tree or sex. something. Yeah. You know, like behind a tree. I would say... Definitely, airports and clubs are the biggest. So, what would you say are the chances? Like, you walk into any given public toilet. What do you think, statistically speaking, are the chances that someone has at least one sex 
act act has happened in that toilet i've never caught someone i've never caught a male and a female or a, ma- a female and a female or a male and a male or whatever the hell you want or to a be. dog and a <laughs> or a dog. i don't know i don't I, I very rarely caught two people coming out looking at all suspicious or if not ever so i'm gonna say you're just too naive what what i just like miss all the signs oh sophie's going in for a second floor Sounds so good. <laughs> um, okay, I need to come up with a statistic here. So it must be bigger than I think, but less than... Uh, I don't know. One in 1,000? That seems so so ridiculously high. You would say one in 1,000 for any given public toilet? Well, no, but there's some public toilets that just... Maybe it's too much. One in 100,000? You've put it even to lower... Yeah, lower. My, my guess would have been every third public toilet has had some kind oh, of... Oh, I, I did a different statistic to you. Sorry. I took that every toilet um, use... <laughs> public toilet oh, use. Oh, per use. Per no, use. per toilet. Like, oh, any public like, toilet in the world. Give a toilet virginity. How many uh, toilets are no longer a virgin? Yeah. Boah. Probably like 50% because, hear me out here, there's a lot of weird public toilets, right? In lots of different countries in the world. Like you say, these standing toilets, they're not sexy. I don't want to have sex in a standing toilet. I don't particularly want to have it in a normal toilet, but... Do you think that in the UK, you've got the highest percentage of non-virgin toilets? Yeah. Or the US. Or the US. Maybe France. They also like to get along. Oh, Italy. Well, I don't know. My mind's worrying. Okay, give me the facts. Give me the facts. The reality is, I have no idea. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I <laughs> all of this lead up. I googled it for an entirety of one minute and found no appropriate results. However, <laughs> within that same minute, I also googled how often drugs are used uh, and um, more. Nine in ten baby changing units in public toilets have traces of cocaine. Oh, nasty. So the next time you take your newborn and you want to change their nappy, think again. Is it better, A, that your baby sits in their own shit for another 45 minutes before you get home? Or do they get cocaine-contaminated nappy? Probably cocaine-contaminated nappy. I mean, what's the worst? Nothing horrendous is going to happen. They're not going to snort it off the table. Wow, people are so nasty. It, it's more nasty the other way. I don't want to, well, in for many reasons, but snorting cocaine off a off a child, children nappy thing must be a bit of a depressing moment, no? Like, I've really got, I've sunk to this level. I mean, I don't know. I don't really come from the cocaine world, but I do come from the alcohol <laughs> one. Let's say you and I are in a public bathroom and we put down that baby table and we're like, okay, let's take shots off this table. Would you say no? Would you feel like a lesser human? If it was uh, spilled drink and spillage is lickage, then I would not do it, just to clarify. (laughs) Um, But I guess that's not what you were asking. Yeah, okay, if my wine glass was standing there. Also a very important interlude. Spillage is lickage. Yeah. Do you want to explain? Should we what elaborate that is? on spillage's leakage? So Sophie and I both went to English unis. Um, very important aspect of probably what this podcast has to come. But um, basically, at U- English unis, if you spill your drink, it must be licked. 
doesn't matter where you spill it, there must be some leakage involved. So, for example, when Sophie <laughs> spilled her wine on the microphone at the beginning of this podcast, she should have licked it off. Oh, mm, time for you to lick the mic. Oh, you're going to get in trouble. Do you think I will be the first person to lick this mic? Yes. Should I put a little COVID note on it? <laughs> <laughs> Please disinfect. By the way, we're in amidst COVID. Oh, yeah. In case anyone's watching this in 20 years. She licked it. Did you hear? Oh, my gosh. She's still <laughs> licking it. <laughs> I have licked it off. Now there's more. Okay, whatever. We're going to get in so much trouble. We're never going to be allowed in here again. It's cleaned. Yeah. <laughs> um. So on this note, I think 20 minutes of us talking about toilets is probably enough. Um, and I genuinely hope you enjoyed it. I personally enjoyed it a lot. This is our first try. We've never done this before. This is a talk though, but okay. It has to be said, this is a total test round for us. The, the important thing is other than us having an excuse to drink on a Wednesday night, um, that we wanted to bring fun facts to the world and have you guys think about things that you do in your daily lives that you haven't thought about before. In this very case, public toilets, have you, you've used them probably hundreds of times. Have you ever really thought about how it got there? What has happened in there? Why, why it was even constructed and is there? Um, and for the future, we want to bring other, what seems like mundane moments of your life to light so that you can further appreciate them in the future. And if you ever have any ideas, comments, feedback, positive or negative, let us know. I'm not sure how we're going you're going to let us know because we haven't decided this yet, but we don't we'll even know where, where's this even going to be published. We'll probably make an Instagram. God fucking knows. Poor decisions. Poor decisions. We also wanted to film ourselves because now it's just an audio. Yeah, in the future I, we'll film ourselves. I guess we'll sort this out for next time. Because we look cute. Yeah. Ish. We're not bad looking. Ish. We will also, there will be an episode where we will explain why we have access to a fancy ass podcast studio. But uh, for now, we'll keep it a secret. Anyways. Yeah. And don't tell the owners. Cause We've got they're... rich daddies. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> We've definitely destroyed it a little bit. It's also, <laughs> I think this podcast studio is losing its virginity tonight. So on the topic of losing virginities of toilets, we're also losing the virginity of this podcast studio. Uh, That's a fun fact. Yeah, you, I think you're right. It's the first post. Po oh my God, I can't even speak anymore. Podcast ever recorded here. There we go. So uh -huh. much fun. Also, before we uh, recorded this, we very urgently needed to figure out how to press the pause button on the on the recording thing. And we haven't used it once. And I think that was in itself an achievement. We're incredibly fluent. Oh. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. All right. Well, have fun, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. No. Let's see if we can get this podcast off the system. Yeah, we need to figure out how to save yeah. it, how to upload it. But wherever you find us, we're appreciative that you found us. And um, yeah. like us on whatever social media we decide to make after Like this. us on social media. We come out once a week, Wednesdays, 9 p.m. Global time. Just see you it soon. Up, Bye. There's no global time. Bye. Bye.